radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Live from New York, talking real money. Hello, I'm Don McDonald. And you are something very important. Yes. What are we here to do, Tom? We are here to celebrate your birthday. No, that's not it. Oh, that wasn't that was it. Okay. It. Well, it is your birthday. No. No. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. And they were talking, I mean, the intro you know, said something about talking about a bright future, as short as it may be for both of us. Yeah. I'm there reaches saying. a point. All right. I'm just saying. There reaches a point where the celebrations <laughs> just need to end. What? They've yeah, barely they, begun. I see your family. Circling around you there. I don't know. I got my yeah, family my, circling my daughter, around me. My here. daughter came and peeked into the FaceTime <laughs> video. See, see, Tom and I, we're, I, I, he can see me here in New York. Yeah. I can see him in the uh, studio in Seattle. I also see his daughter. Yeah. So my daughter wandered in. His daughter sitting there I under know. headphones. It's family a family affair. affair. There you go. Yeah. Live from two coasts of this great country known as America. And the, no, okay. So the reality, we're trying to yeah. help you. We are. Yeah. That's the goal of this one of the few financially oriented talk radio programs on the air that is actually created to teach you something, not sell you something. We want to teach you how to build wealth for one really critical purpose. A critical purpose that, let me tell you, when I was your daughter's age or my daughter's age, I I just didn't think I'd be this close to retirement. (laughs) If I knew how... No, never mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd feel at this age, I never would have made it. Got it. I, I'd look at people my age and I'd go, they're next to dead. I'll be gone by then. Who cares? Right. I'm still here and you know, <laughs> I'm going to need a little money one of these days and so will you. And you have to do certain things to make sure that happens. And some of those things are save. We're going to talk about that today. Some of those things are investing your savings and doing it wisely. Doing it wisely. You see, you can't just invest it because there are a lot of scoundrels and scurious folk out there looking to make a lot of money on your money and we have a, a fascinating example based on one of our previous programs yeah it's it's sad it's true and mm-hmm. yeah and then we uh, we have a few other little things that we'd like to share but the primary goal of this here show is helping you solve your personal problems the things that come up in your life the investment decisions that you have to make your 401k your 403b your ira your investment portfolio the insurance issues you face, all of those things. So that's why if you call us on Saturdays, we will defer to you. We want to talk about your issues. That number is 877-397-5666. That's 877-397-5666. And if you're one of our many podcast listeners, just remember, no matter when you listen to the podcast, to call us on a Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern here in New York or 12 noon over there in Seattle. And where are we on the whole podcast popularity thing? I love lost track of all that when the vote came you in know, from actually, some far Asian looking. land. Yes. Yeah. We. I see your lips moving, Amazon but I don't income. hear you. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, the uh, the podcast. I was that... thinking about doing the update on, on passive Amazon income, mm. uh, but I, I so I got to go check ours. All I right, think we can do we that. Are the, I think we're like the 160th most popular oh. investing podcast now. Okay. 160th. That's not that's not where I'd like to be. Where do you want to be? You know, it's been, uh, one. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, we're, we're hey, not I'm offering passive income from Amazon, so that's why. Well, no, actually, he's not even, they're not really number one. They're just number one because they've played, they've gamed the system. And I learned how they gamed the system. The Department of Labor put into effect a new rule that will require all investing advisors who, re, who advise on retirement plans to act as a fiduciary to act in the client's best interest. So
So now the buzzword is, if you listen to all the other money radio shows now, and you talk to all these people who before were just commissioned salespeople, suddenly they all say they're fiduciaries oh, now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's so interesting to hear them say that. But remember, words and reality can differ greatly. Um, all you have to do is, and I'm not naming any names politically, just pay attention to politics, and you'll see that the words and the reality differ greatly. Sometimes people actually <laughs> hmm, lie. And they get away with it. Well, ju just the same thing in this industry. People will lie to you. They will say they're your fiduciary, and then they will sell you an index annuity, which, my gosh, is one of the most deplorable products, in my opinion, that was ever created. So here's what I want you to do. I have uploaded. I decided I needed to make the advisor interview form even easier to use. Oh, okay. So I condensed it down a little bit more. It is now just a one-page document called the investor or the investment advisor interview form. It is available. The new shorter version is available as a printable PDF right now for free. You don't have to put any information in. You don't have to give us your email address. You just take it to your investment advisor and ask them to fill it out. It will spell out for you what their fees are. What are the commissions they're paid? Do they actually swear and attest that all of the stuff they said is true? And finally, at the bottom of the page, there is a fiduciary pledge that says, I promise to always, at all times, act as your fiduciary. And let me tell you, if somebody refuses to fill that out and sign it, they are not working in your best interest. Well, you mentioned the always word. This is really where most of the problem in the industry lies, is that people are what we call duly registered. They are registered as a registered investment advisor. That means, by law, they're required to put your, your you being the listener, you being the investor, you being the would-be retiree, your interests ahead of their own. That is terrific. The problem lies in that people are registered that way, and then they're also registered as broker-dealers, which, when they, as Don points out, can take the RIA hat off and put the other hat on. Bad things can happen. Now, here's how they can still happen with the new fiduciary rule that went into effect June 9th. They're going to give you a pile of documents. And by the way, when you bought a house, did you read every word on all those forms that you had to... Did you sit down and go, no, you no, didn't. Come I, on. I, I didn't. Come I, on. I, I, I swore that I did. Yeah, I yeah. did. As a matter of fact, I just bought a new computer and, and it said, did you read all of the disclosures? Oh, and I said, yeah, I read yeah. all those. So you don't. And they're going to give you a pile of documents. And in that pile of documents to open the account, to transfer the money, all that, there's going to be a document that says the product you're moving into may or may not be in your best interest or to the words to that effect. It's going to it's going to be the page that's going to allow them to later say, aha, the vice is with you. Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't I didn't tell you yeah. I was acting as your fiduciary uh, because you signed this yeah. this fiduciary exemption. It's yeah. called the best interest contract exemption, which it's its acronym is BICE. Yeah, that's like why I said BICE. Yeah. That should tell you something right there. <laughs> BICE, Bice rhymes like with Vice. It does indeed. Vice like Vice. Uh, and, and let me tell you, a lot of these guys who sell this product, it's called an equity indexed annuity or an indexed annuity. Uh, EIAs, uh, there's a fixed indexed annuity they also call them, which for some reason sounds better, I guess. Uh, these things sound wonderful. The sales oh. pitch is mellifluous. It's beautiful. It sounds so good, but it's not good for you. We'll tell, we we'll are tell going you more to about that. We're going to explain yeah. a lot about that uh, throughout the show because this is one of those products you really, they're sold so hard. Eight meetings. So the last person we talked to. So, uh, Jackie, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello.
Hello, Jackie. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys We're doing? We're having a ball. Thanks for joining us. How can we help today? <laughs> so I've been listening to you guys pretty regularly the last few months, and I just graduated from grad school, starting a new job, um, and I want to open a Vanguard Roth because it's a starting salary, right? Um, but I have a rollover IRA from an old job that's in Fidelity, and I don't know, should I be moving that into a different like umbrella fund somewhere? Should I move that over to Vanguard so I can buy the Total World Fund and that bond fund you guys always talk about? Are there things well, how, index how funds much, that you can recommend in Fidelity? How much is in the how much is in the Fidelity IRA? Oh, it's like peanuts. It's like eight thousand dollars. Hey, well, wait a minute, eight thousand bucks? No peanuts, Jackie. I don't know. I, you know, Jackie. Personally, I don't see the point in keeping multiple accounts at this level. So uh, you could go with Fidelity, go with an index fund there, or I would be really tempted to just open an account with Vanguard, move the Fidelity over there, and just consolidate everything in one place. And I think that'll make your life a whole lot simpler. Jackie, thanks much for calling. We appreciate it. And uh, Mike, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Uh, yes, hi. I I am uh, looking at a, it's an annuity, and it, the, 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 the name of it is Retirement Cornerstone Series B. And uh, I, you know, I mean, I there's pros and cons to it, but I am sensing that there may be more cons to it. <laughs> uh, well, what? just step back before no. we even get into that product. And how old sure. are you, Mike? I'm um, 57. Okay. And the yeah. the reason you want to annuitize your money is No, no, you... no, wait. This is not this is not that kind of annuity, oh, Tom. Oh, okay. I'm trying to I no, no, get a no, chance no, to no. look it up. So they're they're asking you to put what kind of money into ah, this okay. annuity? Well, this is, is this money this that's is, in a retirement plan? This is yeah, this is a re- re- retirement fund. I could I could do a Washington state tax annuity yeah. with the Washington or but but the problem with that is your money is gone. I mean, you're you're guaranteed it for life, five percent, three percent cola for life. Mm-hmm. And if you die before you take out all your funds, which takes twelve years, it goes back to your estate. But the problem is the money is gone. You can never access those those funds right. under any circumstances. Well, Where but now one, did they did they explain to you what this was? That this is a variable annuity. This is a, a an investment yeah. wrapped in an insurance wrapper, which is one of the topics I had today. Is one of the things I want to talk about. The fact that you should avoid at all. Almost every cost, any kind of insurance pro, any ins- insurance wrapper around an annuity, because it adds fees of up to three percent per year. Okay. And also, I know yeah. for a fact, I know this retirement cornerstone from AXA. Equitable. Oh, AXA. Okay, I was wondering where. It came I know from. it well. The guy who's selling it to you, or the gal who's selling it to you, will collect a ready seven percent commission on every dollar you put in. Wow. Okay. Doesn't make them bad people, <laughs> but it makes them you know, maybe a slight conflict of interest. There too, right? There's a con- that's the key. That's when we talk about this fiduciary rule. That's the conflict of interest. You can either go with someone who charges you a small fee annually and actually manages your money for you. And bear in mind the the internal expenses on this, depending on the riders you have, can run over three percent per year. That three percent per year drags down your return on those mutual funds in there, which even then aren't that great. Yeah. This is an insurance person trying to sell something. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mike. We really appreciate the call. And before we go back to the phones, I want to continue. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. What is it to you? Who's over there on his mic? Your birthday seems to fall on the show day every year for some reason. I think it did last year, too. (laughs) And the year before. I don't know. Seems like it. So, okay. Because otherwise, I wouldn't be able to tease you this much. I I know. And I I really love it all uh, so much. (laughs) 
Uh, on the AXA annuity, that yeah, cornerstone annuity, retirement I, I pulled up cornerstone. during the break. Mm-hmm. I pulled up the prospectus, the thing that nobody reads. Where do they bury? This is a hundred, uh, four hundred and thirty-six page prospectus. Oh yeah, and I read those every time before I invest. Four hundred and thirty-six <laughs> pages. Now you might look at the beginning. No wait. Oh, I'm going to say next when they're selling you one of these, go into your agent and say, I want to go back to page three hundred seventy-nine. Okay, can we get back through of the prospectus? <laughs> what they say <laughs> what what page they bury the the fees on page 78 mm, yeah so you gotta go through 78 pages yeah. to get to the fees interesting fees ready mm-hmm. okay the uh the the operations fee yes, from the, mutual, uh, the insurance company uh between eight tenths depending on the series you get and 1.1 okay. percent so All the right. highest is 1.1 right. then the administrative charge is <laughs> yeah. 0.35 of course then the distribution charge which is it's the the insurance agent calls it mine the distribution charge is mine because it's their trailer they get this every year uh 0.25 then you pay the mutual funds which are actively managed so they run around 0.9 to one i was gonna say one so now what are we at what are we at we're about three writing them all down yeah it sounds like three we're at about three okay then if you want that cool guaranteed benefit that's 1.1 percent per year you better have some really good mutual funds in there (laughs) and the uh the the first year surrender charge. How much? And remember, the surrender charge is always the amount of the commission. That's where they hide the commission is in the surrender charge. The surrender charge on their Series B is 7% the first two years. Two years. And how two long years. does it take to go away? Uh, Eight years. Oh, and geez. on the Series CP, it's 8% for two years, and it takes 10 years to go away. You can do the That's math just... yourself, folks. I mean, do you think you're going to make much? No, you can't. How do you make money you with can't. that much in fees? Yeah, and Kim, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Kim. Thanks for standing by. How can we help you today? Hey, guys. I don't have a don't have any questions, but I have a couple things. Yeah. Don, uh, congratulations on another trip around the sun. <laughs> Don and, and it's been Don, a, it's been a great fun trip you. around the sun. Be, I, thank you. Okay, it's been a fun go. trip. Right. And Tom, isn't it just a beautiful day today? I'm standing here looking out over the sound. And it's just ah, you know, I and you'll be glad to know that I have my above ground pool in place and it's ready for oh, a above dive. ground pool. It's, it's a blow up pool. It is. It, I, I'm honest. It's a blow about up that. pool. He's not going to dive into this pool. <laughs> I was thinking or, about it last night. It was. Yeah, you'll have a major concussion. At best. <laughs> at best. Maybe that'll help. Who knows? I'm looking out over the beautiful East River. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't dive Gorgeous. in that either, by the way. So. <laughs> no, no, no. For another reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you. Yes, it's a beautiful day, and Don had another, as you said, trip around the sun. But do you have a question for us? Well, I just wanted to say, Tom, uh, last Thursday, the class was absolutely great. You and Gregory did a wonderful job. I learned a lot, and uh, that's it for the day. I'm going to just sit here and stare out at All the right. water. Oh, that is so nice of you. And we'll take a little walk. All right, we thank have you. to give him a magazine now. Okay, yeah. thanks so much, Kim. <laughs> take care. That's nice. I, we did have a great class on uh, on on uh, Thursday. By the way, I, I do want to and thank you for your call and, and your kind comment. I do want to go back to one point at some during the program because it does relate to the class a little bit. Because during the class, we tell you that most of you listening don't own enough small companies or what we call value firms, and that those have provided greater returns over time. But in today's Wall Street Journal, the columnist we like is questioning that a little bit into the future. I think it's worth discussion. So 
Well, then we had better discuss it, if it's worth discussing, which is what we do on this show. So stick around. Tom and Don are talking real. Quick break. In addition to our Talking Real Money podcast, we have a few other tools to help you gain a better understanding of the concept of real investing. Of course, there's Real Investing Journal. That's offered in both a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. Explore both those options at realinvestingjournal.com, realinvestingjournal.com. Then we teach classes. We offer most of our live classes in the Seattle area because that's where most of our offices are, but most of you live elsewhere. That's why we're now offering the same classes that Tom and I taught at RetireMeet online right now, free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and then click on the video link. You'll see them right there. Finally, we also manage the wealth or the budding wealth of hundreds of folks like you through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. You'll find our approach is consistent with the message we've been sharing for decades. We always put our clients' needs first, our fees are among the lowest of any non-robo-advisor, and constant education is one of our core values. Visit Vestry.com for more information on our firm and to take our free no-obligation risk quiz to better understand and the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And maybe this will I'm make in you New feel York better. On, I put my, my mute yeah, on. Yeah, okay, but I was going to give – maybe this one will make you feel better, okay? That's what Don. That? I'm what? Tom. Happy birthday. Oh, happy no, birthday. No, I know this one too, yeah. Do you know My it? mother likes to sing, worms and germs no, are in the air. No, no, People Misery everywhere. is everywhere. People oh, you dying have a, you everywhere. You know a different version. Happy birthday. Anyway, I learned it in the Boy Scouts because we were a very uplifting bunch. Yeah, my aunt <laughs> used to sing folk songs, and she had all these really depressing – All right, we're letting it go, but ha- I hope it's a great dead. day. You're people. back with your family. I hope it's fun. I'll say that. I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'm on a working vacation yeah, in New York. Yeah. I'm in New York. Tom's in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, but I have these cameras on my porches at home to watch what's going on. Mm-hmm. And my house is under invasion. Uh-oh. Yeah. I keep getting these notices. It's this. It's called Arlo, and it's a, wire, it's a wireless battery-powered camera. Really cool. You don't have to wire it up, and it's Wi-Fi. And it keeps sending me notices that there's motion on the porches. So I keep going and checking, and I don't see anything, and Uh-oh. I don't see anything. It's driving me crazy. And then finally, on one of the screens uh-huh. i see it yeah crawling across the lens a big insurance salesman wasp next oh, best wasp. thing okay i'm, I, I'm kidding because i have an insurance agent too okay so do you yeah i don't i, I, I use usaa so I, I don't have and that's agent. what i should be doing frankly but okay you should story. you could do usaa you're Twice eligible over. yeah both sides Jeez, of the i don't know why you don't do it uh john is up next welcome to the show hi john yeah good afternoon john yeah good afternoon how y'all doing we're having fun. How can we help you today? Well, yeah, sounds like you are. Anyway, um, I have a question about some retirement accounts my wife and I have. Uh, right now, we have uh, four or five of them that are like in the three quarters of a million dollar range. The question I have is the retirement accounts that we've liquidated in the past, I don't know how they're set up. So this is where I need to help. When, when we go to get the money out of them, we have to pay between 10 and 20 percent um, when we get 
money out of these things. Uh, and I'd like to know if there's a way we can handle these accounts and not have to pay these horrendous dollar amounts if we need money out of them. Okay, I got to ask a question. Are you sure those are fees or they might be taxes that are being withheld from those taxes. distributions? Taxes. Taxes. Oh, okay. Taxes. okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, I've never yeah, heard of a fee was... <laughs> that large in my entire life. Yeah. So, I mean, these because these are retirement accounts, the government wants to know that you're withholding money that you will owe. Any money that comes out of a, you know, 401k, IRA, that kind of thing, the government requires you to pay regular income tax on. Now, okay. having said that, there are withdrawal strategies yes, that's true. that you can use to help you reduce some of that, but that's more of a strategy that has to be done on, an, on a one-on-one on -on -one basis between your tax advisor, your investment advisor, and you uh, to try to figure out okay. the optimal way to withdraw from various asset groups that you have in your portfolio. But to get out okay. of the taxes, there is no loophole, no loophole that exists anywhere on the planet that will get you out of having to pay the taxes on those qualified Well, there plans. is one. Well, if that. you're still working and you're putting money into a 401k and you're over 70 and a half, you don't have to take out of that plan. But the other ones, you, you don't have, have to, to take out, but yeah. eventually the taxes Eventually, must be yeah. paid. There's no way around unless that, you die. Know. Unless yeah. you die. Does that okay. answer your question? Yeah. No. Right. I well, yeah. Um, Sorry to rain well, on your well, parade. Well, you know, um, I was wondering if either the two of you could, could recommend. Um, well, what do I do? Just Google tax advisor and get and get a well, name. Do, do you have someone with whom you work, like an uh, investment to do your advisor, taxes, like or financial advisor? No. I mean, that's where's your money I'd invested? Start. I'm sorry. Uh, you, where's your money invested? In one what? 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 He, Don wants yeah, to know where is, is your, where is the where is it held? Is it held at TD Ameritrade? Is it held at Charles Schwab? Is it held at Vanguard? Or is it in American funds? What What kind of? Do you have a stockbroker, an insurance agent? Oh, uh, sir, I, I I can't answer that information right okay. now because okay. it's not currently available to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, what I would I would I would go out and seek out a quality because your accounts are big enough that you really need a team. So find yourself a good fee only investment advisor. You can fee go to the only. You, you could send him. Go to, to the, the DF, yeah DFA, DFA site. DFA. Go US. to dfaus.com. Yeah. And in the right on the right hand side of the page, there's a uh, little button that says "Get a list of advisors in my area" and put in your zip code, and then interview some of those advisors to help you adv manage the money to get it in the right places for the right distributions. And then they can also find someone in their group that uh, in their group of, uh, of recommended professionals who they can, if you need help with taxes, can do that for you too. So do that. Go to dfaus.com and then click on the uh, Find an Advisor button in your area. Okay. Thanks for the call. Phillips up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Uh, Hi, Philip. Can you hear me? Yes, we do. How can we help you today? Well, I've been a thoracic, a frequent listener to your radio show over the years, and I know you don't like index annuities. I was wondering if there was something like them that's an alternative without the 3% expense ratio and all the other hidden costs. There can't be, because what they pretend to offer is impossible. Uh, they are professing to be able to give you the returns of the market with none of the risk, but that's a lie. So what those fees are doing is they're going out and they're buying... They're 
they're buying the return of a part of the market and then they're 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 you're paying for insurance so you're never going to get the return of the market you're always going to get a fraction of that anytime you add a, and all these are basically just hedging they're adding a hedge and hedges cost money hedges reduce returns that's why hedge funds do not beat the market they can't a, a true hedge fund cannot beat the market because they are hedging against market losses and those hedges cost money so while it is something that all of us crave every investor on the planet wants the perfect investment that has no downside risk and all of the returns of the market is is absolutely an impossibility and we will never ever ever see such a product we just won't see it i wish it existed philip uh well actually i don't wish that because that's just you know like no like it's la la land for big yeah big candy mountain you know you just it, you it's impossible because there has to be risk to make money there cannot be riskless returns it is an absolute We hope you're enjoying one of the more unique podcasts out there, but we want to remind you that there are other tools we offer to help you get educated about what we call real investing. We publish Real Investing Journal both as a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. You can check those out at realinvestingjournal.com. Then we offer classes, most of which are in the Seattle area, but now we've got a couple of the classes that we taught at RetireMeet online for free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on the video link. And finally, we rarely mention it, but we also manage wealth for hundreds of folks and well over a third of a million dollars through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestry. We manage money just as we talk about it. We always put our clients first, our fees are low, and we educate you on a regular basis. Go to Vestry.com to learn more, and you can take our free no-obligation risk quiz to understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Okay, that's it. Live no more from New York and Seattle. What? No what more. Did I do wrong? No more birthday jokes. No more birthday singing. Yeah, I'm not going to talk. I anymore. refuse. I'm going to go on record right here. I refuse to use for my gain, my co-host's advancing age and tremendous amount of experience to my advantage on this show. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to. You I'm know that is there, the so. only upside <laughs> exactly. to continuing really <laughs> to to move around the sun on an As annual someone basis. Mentioned earlier, another is that that added experience and you know that's a good topic for a show like this mm -hmm. because we talk about money and money managing money properly is figuring out how to do it right takes time it's not something as a matter of fact when we talk about these indexed annuities and these variable annuity products sold by uh, folks who have insurance licenses they're not generally they're in a different category they're not stockbrokers they're not registered investment advisors they're a third hat in that uh, triple registration crown or whatever it's called. Uh, and most of these people are young. Oh, yeah. They're in their 20s or 30s. Well, they they are selling. You know, I, I should. It's maybe it's slightly unfair to call them crooked, but they're not well informed. Well, no. Yeah. Here, and here, so here's the thing to consider, by the way. I, number one, I would not buy a product that had uh, that took 500 pages to explain it. That, that, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. That's, I just know. I think that's I, a financial product. OK, because you could. Anyway, that's number one. Well, now, hold that's on. While crazy. you're mentioning that. Let's 
let in in our business in the registered investment advisory business we have to hand our clients yep. a thing called a form ADV. Yep. Our our form it's our disclosure document. Our form ADV part 2 is 8 pages long in 12 point font, which is a big honking font. <laughs> no references to Don's birthday please along those lines. Uh, but here's the other thing, okay? I know I wear reading I glasses. Know. Okay, I know, yes, me too. But here's the other thing to think of because you mentioned brokers insurance I, I, they're not bad people but here's you and you mentioned the fact that they're young yeah think about the process and you went through this but i remember the first time our friend paul merriman told me about when he became a broker and they sent him to new york he thought mm-hmm. he was going there to learn about how markets worked and how to invest so did i and it had nothing to do with that not one what did they train you on i was shocked okay now i was in the first <laughs> dean witter training class that did not go to new york yeah because there were there were 16 of us in our class because we were we were manning the sears financial network that's when they that started old sears and yeah socks and stocks <laughs> we went to denver they brought new york to us mm-hmm. and they rented a hotel and a part of a chunk of a, and we had all our training classes there and i honestly thought when i was going into this that i was going to learn the mechanics and the theories and the the, the, the meat of how investing works and what did Instead, they teach you they they cut us a cram course to pass our series seven of course which had all the options and stuff in that then we spent every single day in sales training. Yeah, how to convince in people how of things. to cold yeah. call, how to yeah. convince people to do things, mm-hmm. how to sway opinions, uh, and how to, by the way, one of the classes, I don't believe this was the name, but it was basically about how to obfuscate, how to throw up smoke screens. And so when you call the show or you come and see us and you say, my financial advisor is a nice person, mm-hmm. I'm going to say they, are. they pretty much have to be because if you're a nasty rude awful person you don't sell very well no actually they do such incredible i took three different personality tests before i got did you pass any of them Uh, surprisingly (laughs) i passed them all (laughs) kidding because given the fact that you know my other credentials were kind of iffy that's good it was the personality and the sales test that Mm -hmm. got me the job i you had to do a one-on-one sales test with somebody pretending to be a client just to get an interview this was way before even Anyway, I mean, that, so that should tell you something. So they're something. nice. They're yeah. wonderful human beings. But they don't know. I was 27 years old. I did not know what I didn't know. That's the problem. With age comes wisdom. Tom and Don are talking real. Quick break. In addition to our Talking Real Money podcast, we have a few other tools to help you gain a better understanding of the concept of real investing. Of course, there's Real Investing Journal. That's offered in both a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. Explore both those options at realinvestingjournal.com, realinvestingjournal.com. Then we teach classes. We offer most of our live classes in the Seattle area because that's where most of our offices are, but most of you live elsewhere. That's why we're now offering the same classes that Tom and I taught at RetireMeet online right now, free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and then click on the video link. You'll see them right there.
Finally, we also manage the wealth or the budding wealth of hundreds of folks like you through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. You'll find our approach is consistent with the message we've been sharing for decades. We always put our clients' needs first, our fees are among the lowest of any non-robo-advisor, and constant education is one of our core values. Visit Vestry.com for more information on our firm and to take our free no-obligation risk quiz to better understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yes, it's my birthday, and I keep getting reminded by my emails. You know, hey, you get these emails that say, hey, it's your birthday. Here's a gift for you, right? Starbucks gives you a good thing. It's like, come in, we'll give you a free drink or a sandwich. Okay, that's good. It's free. Yeah. Uh, Southwest, Southwest Airlines sent me a thing. They sent me a an interactive video ad I could watch. Wow. Well, you why know, do when, I want? Well, you know, because at your age, I you don't to, get out much. I mean, that's good for I them try to, show to avoid you them on like television. That. I pay extra for, for Hulu and, uh, you, you know, know what, the, the most. The most annoying one now, actually, is at the gas yeah. station. Oh, I just, yeah, you get that, a commercial at oh the pump. Oh, my. Thank you for watching. No, I am not. Anyway. so I can't wait for the new Mac operating system and Safari that will shut all those that play automatically off. It rude. won't let them play. It's rude. I'm rude. excited. Yeah. Peggy, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Peggy. Thank you for your patience. How can we help you? Well, I have a question yes. for you about retirement. Um, I'm going to retire in September. I'm a federal employee. I'm under the old system, so I'll have a decent um, annuity. But my question is on TSP. So do I leave it where it's at, where I can only take out a little bit of money at one time, or do I move it someplace else? So well, how, let me ask access. you a question before I – the TSP plan is a very good retirement plan, by the way. But right. so is the income you're going to need from the TSP going to be an important part of your providing for yourself after you stop working? No, it's, it's, it's extra for me. Yeah, I, here's, It's going to be my play money. <laughs> yeah, so here's the way – the TSP – has incredibly low cost. The TSP has pretty good diversification. The TSP has mm-hmm. a bond fund that Don and I can't access. It has some pretty amazing advantages. So I probably would wouldn't leave it there. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't roll that out. I mean, I don't see because here's the thing, you once you roll that out, you're in the wild west, right? I mean, there's everybody's going to want that money. Everybody's got an idea. Everybody's got an annuity. Everybody's got all these products and if it's and not And most you know, of them and, are bad. Yeah, they're 90 be, plus percent of the ideas people are going to give you for rolling that money over are going to be terrible ideas. Terrible for you, good for them. Okay. So leave it I'll alone. leave it where it's at. <laughs> and then when you want money, draw a little bit out. Yeah, have fun. They make it pretty easy to do that, I believe. And again, if you didn't want much volatility, you could have most of it in the, I always forget, is it the C fund, G fund, G yeah, fund, G yeah, fund. Yeah. fund is the S and P five hundred, the yeah, S fund. That's right. There's some great Small. funds in there, yeah. and you get terrific diversification. And then what diversification they don't have, you can always pick up with other investments outside of it. Yeah. But it's so cheap. Okay. And so enjoy cheap. your retirement just a couple months away. Congratulations. Thank you. Good for you. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Bye. Thank you for your call. Yeah, I mean, this is that's a really good plan among plans. I'm never going to retire. By the way, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be oh, director. Oh yeah. Uh huh. 
I'm going to be director of education emeritus, I decided, okay. even after I retire, okay? Because I have to do the show. I will go insane if I don't do this show. That, I, I'd, be, I'd be more worried about those around you actually going insane. That's what they say at my house. They're like, <laughs> if I keep doing the show, yeah. You're not going to be sitting at home. No, you'll be somewhere No, else. it's like I'm, I'm at my mom's in New York, yeah. and my stepdad is a, uh, is a doctor mm-hmm. in New York City. He's a radiologist. He's 84 years old. It's amazing. And he goes to work four days a week. And I don't, I, I, you, I think it was my choice. I think it's because my mother says, no, you You're cannot not stay here. around here. Yeah. You need to go somewhere and he doesn't have any place else to go. So he goes, to so work. four days a week, yeah. he's go, he goes, wanders the him. streets until he bumps into his office. He's engaged. Hey, he's engaged. Yeah. Uh, Philip, you're up next. Welcome to talking real money. Philip, how are you? Uh, hi. Uh, I was at a seminar recently offered by an organization called uh, AFEA. I think it's American Financial Education Alliance. AFEA. Oh, wait, I think I know them. They're the ones who do the college shows, Tom. You know the college classes? Ah, yes. Uh, AFEA. AFEA. I be- yeah, so they, it's, they offer insurance products of some kind, annuities, I believe. Well, a lot of the guys, well, yeah, it just the, depends on who's the member, yeah. The man who gave the presentation said something that seemed to be a bit of a contradiction, so I just wanted to ask your opinion. Go ahead. He seemed to like index annuities, so I want to ask him about did. index mutual funds. He said he hated them, and I asked, asked him why, and he said they have lots of hidden expenses. So it's wow, like, that's a good one. I, we hear oh a lot, but we, that one I've never no, we, heard. We hear that a lot. I've no, never I said, heard we that We hear one. a lot of things. That one I've never heard. Oh, my God. Philip, Philip, oh, that, is, that is outrageous. That, let me just say, I, I would look this man in the face and go, you are a bald-faced liar. You are an absolute liar. Let me give you an example. The Vanguard Index 500 Fund. You've heard of that, right? The S&P yeah. 500? Yeah, um, there, are, there are no hidden expenses. Zero hidden expenses. No commission, expenses. so that one goes No commissions. Window. And what are the fees now? Point one five. I'm pretty sure. That's uh, so. That's how much you pay for the operation of the mutual fund every year. Uh, yeah. So did you get? And the there number? are no other expenses. None. The turnover well, well, is I'm very low. By what he said, I, because I thought an index annuity was vaguely based on an index fund. No, 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 no. Completely no, it's a different. Total product. misnomer. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the Vanguard 500 Index Admiral yeah, Fund, which right. only requires a ten thousand dollar minimum. How much? <laughs> the expenses are point. 0.04% yeah. per year. Four one-hundredths of 1%. The fees on most of the indexed annuities whose prospectuses I have personally read, and boy, that is a chore, uh, run about 3% per year, or roughly, what would that be, about three, 400 times? Three, 300 times? I'm no mathematician, more. but it's a lot more. I'm no more. mathematician. This guy's a liar. This guy is a horrible uh, seller of a product. He is trying to uh, convince you through a blatant lie. There is no such thing as wealth without risk. I'd love there to. Hear, is... I would love to get that what he just said on tape from somebody saying, "No, I don't use oh, index funds because of gosh, the hidden expenses." Too. What are the hidden expenses? These uh, AFEA courses that, that they do at these colleges—they're uh, uh, part of these. They're not really college courses. They're part of a continuing adult education program. Philip, thanks for being a part of talking real money. They might the college might not be sponsoring it, but in a way, the fact that it's they held are. there and they got their name on it, this is the struggle I have. People think, oh, well, I, I learned that at Bellevue College.
Um, well, it's not the best information. Well, I know, but I'm saying in a general sense. And I've seen them at the UW Bothell, for example, other places. And people believe when they read that that it has the endorsement, if you will, of the school. These are not good courses. These are not based on science. And so we, this comes up from time to time, Don. Because, you know, we do classes called the science of retirement investing. People say, well, what do you mean by science? Well, number one, it's it was it, it's information built on academic research, okay? It, this isn't somebody who came up with a product designed to get you all hot and bothered and, and, and what Philip wanted originally, and that is make money with no risk. Because that's what we all want. It doesn't exist. Number two, it is repeatable that we've been able to see. You've been able to invest this way, and it's worked for a long period of time. And that brings me to a point from the Wall Street Journal today, because Jason Zweig, who's really one of the, one of the columnists I think you should read, he's in there every Saturday, he wrote a piece about the how many fewer small companies there are in the United States today than there were back in 1997. I think it's about half of the number. It's a way smaller number. And as you know, in our classes and in other places, we have, we've said you really should be invested in small and value firms. Those have provided greater returns pretty consistently over time than large and growth firms. You know the large and growth firms, the Microsofts, the Amazons, the Apples, etc. You don't generally know the smaller and the value firms. So when you read that, how should you respond to that? I mean, my response, Don, is, well, this is a short period of time. Is it going to continue? Number two, it makes me want to invest globally in all kinds of companies because we don't know which one's going to be best in a long period of time. That's how I feel about it. So I, I don't want to I don't want to get too alarmist by the fact that there are fewer small companies to invest in today than there were 20 years ago. Yeah, and and that's the the point I take away from it is that overseas there are still many actually there are more small companies overseas than in the U.S. So you have better opportunity there. The other thing is is that a lot of these small companies are foregoing a public offering. They are going through private equity, yep. and one of these days those private equity funds are going to want to cash in on money. the stuff that yep. they're going to want their money, and they're going to take these companies public. So you got to keep investing to get uh, those those stocks when they come available down the road. And Tom, I found the the class at Renton Technical College, and they're selling it as a as an actual course. Uh, this is what they do. And we've it, seen uh, this they, before. We've talked they about have, this. They, they have a, a a syllabus. They've got this whole thing. Join us at Renton Technical College for the changing world of retirement planning. A, cl- a classroom instruction for adults aged 50 to 70. Guys, you're going to get sold an indexed annuity if you go to this thing. We've had, you will we've be had sold people on the show that have come on and talked about, we had the guy, remember, who said bad things about us, and then, then remember, we brought it to his and attention. Then, he said, oh, well, no, I didn't really mean that. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, and let me tell you, any of you idiots who teach these classes... Oh. Oh goodness! Um, I, I, I tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Please call me eight seven seven three nine seven five six six six. Call me any Saturday, or you can call me at. You can go to the website. You get my phone number. Mm-hmm. Call me during the week and tell me why I am wrong that you're a bald faced liar. Tell me why I am wrong that you are pitching well, people no, on a actually, product that you claim. A, here's the one I'd like. Tell me yeah. why. <laughs> tell me how index mutual funds have hidden expenses. Show that them make to them expensive. me. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, Neil, you're up next. Welcome to the show. 
Well, thank you for taking my call, Tom and Don. I'm a periodic listener to your show over the years, and I've always enjoyed it, and I'm finally calling in for the first time. I've got a question about index funds versus managed funds, and I obviously know your take on this subject, but I'd like to uh, get into it a little bit deeper. Uh, Over the years, I have uh, a quite diverse portfolio, everything from oil, commercial, uh, lots of REITs, uh, lots of equities, lots of mutual funds, etc., etc. Some are managed by myself, some are index funds, some are professionally managed. Uh, What I certainly saw during the recession, I have a big chunk with Fidelity that is professionally managed. Uh, My total pullback after the recession, I was down about 22%, which I considered that a major home run compared to what the the (laughs) Well, what what is your stock to bond ratio? Uh, Back then, I don't remember. It fluctuates so much with my various investments that I wouldn't know off the top of my head. Okay, but what I'm getting Uh, from you is that, I mean, because this does come up, is active managers then saved you somehow in the downturn where index funds would not? Is that where we're headed here? that is correct. If I I had index funds in the recession era, that I was down what the indexes were. Mm -hmm. And that was way, way higher than my 22% that I lost. Here's the struggle with your with your your uh, your suggestion conclusion there's, yeah what would the thank conclusion? you there's there's no data to back it up no, i mean it may it may be you you were in the correct funds that somehow you know picked the right sector or picked the right company in general sure in general active funds fund managers are not there that's not their job is to move in and out of markets depending on what's going on today they're they're they are not moving into cash generally they are not you know they sure, might be moving sure. companies but they're not moving yeah, yeah. generally sector to sector so and the data shows that there was no active mutual fund manager who gave you greater protection, if you will, during the downturn. Let that me give you a great example. I'm not but, but in me, this for home runs yeah. or triples or even doubles. I just want consistent growth. And I'd but, much rather be protected from the big downturns, which, of course, the big downturns, we haven't had one for a while, but yeah. they're going to come back again. Of course. I'd much but rather here, be protected. Let me, I, let me share you with a, with, let me share with you a fact. This is an absolute numeric fact. If you had owned the kind of portfolio that we suggest, which is based on indexes, it's not an actual sure, sure. index portfolio. Basically, it's owning the entire global market with an overemphasis on small and uh, value. If you had owned that entire global equity portfolio, along with 40% in U.S. Treasury, short intermediate treasury securities from January 1st, 2007 through the end of 2008, through December 31st, 2008, which was the bad year. No, that's that's the the worst of it. Uh, You would have lost 20%. Okay, so that's the same number. Yeah. Did for me then. yeah, and if you held in there until February of 2008 when the market recovered, 2009, not 2009, the yeah. beginning of 2009, you yeah. ended up with a with a loss of it was like 10. percent So sure, you know, sure. it, if you're diversified properly, and that's why it's so hard to compare these various managed portfolios to indexes because you have to get into the yeah. actual what you actually numbers yeah. and make sure you're comparing apples to true apples. And every time we compare actively managed apples to passively managed apples, we end up with better numbers passive. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
education is important. That's why I invite you to my class, The Science of Retirement Investing, in the evening of the 13th of July in Tacoma. We don't get south enough, so we're going to do it this time. You can register for that right now at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. Talk about constructing a portfolio. We talk about retirement income, how to get the most out of Social Security. It's fun. It's educational. And best of all, it's relatively inexpensive, and we're not selling anything. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosure.